0: And welcome to another show of Don't Get This Twisted. I am Rob, along with my co host, as always, Tina. How are you doing, Tina?
1: I'm good, Rob. I'm on it today. So it's going all right. I'm
0: on it. I know you're on it. It's almost (laughs) like we've recorded more than one show today.
1: No, just one. (laughs)
0: Uh, um, Hey, make sure to check out this crazy podcast on all the social medias with the Facebook and the Instagram and Twitter. And make sure you check us out on all the major platforms, Apple amazon google spotify iHeartRadio, and a bunch more if you go to our little web page off off of facebook it's crazy there's so many different places to listen to the podcast that's now, so which cool. is kind of awesome i think that's why we're getting so many plays like all over the place like canada's been popping off um mm-hmm. and obviously like europe has always been there you're uh a lot more in the uk which is kind of surprising as well and India's back on top. India's like coming through. So it's kind of an interesting thing to, to know that people all over the planet are listening to this podcast. It's very, very, very bizarre. That's awesome. It is. It's super cool. It's, it, it makes you think, you know, at least someone on the other side of this planet is listening to us. Talk crazy talk. Uh, it's crazy. I don't
1: think it's crazy talk, but it's nice to know that somebody's paying attention for sure
0: yeah yeah Yeah. and and getting a and getting a different view Mm -hmm. right because i think a lot of places um outside the united states have much different um thought processes than us so i'm sure that the people who are listening to podcasts outside the states is definitely different because i listen to a lot of uh uk um podcasts Mm -hmm. or there's some people i listen to that are from england so it's it's a much different thought process for sure, mostly when it comes to um more American thinking, like free speech, guns, and that kind of thing. Yeah. So speaking of opposites, <laughs> because some of us um are a friend of mine, which it's funny, I can't even tell you who did this one because I didn't write down who told me, but it came from <laughs> someone who listens to the show. <laughs> Cause, cause now people are like, Hey, do this or do that or do that. And I try to screenshot it or I put it in my notes on my phone and I generally say who did it, but I, I don't remember who it was this time. Um, but it was, can polar opposites have a relationship? And, and I think it, not even just polar opposites, but people who have different opinions on some things, um, like could you if you're a conservative could you date someone who's liberal um or you just have very very different upbringings and there's something that brings you together and when i told you you're like oh yeah we can do this one because i was married to one (laughs) and i was like oh Oh, yeah perfect (laughs) oh yeah and 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 i have dated people who in my 20s, when I had a very atheist standpoint, mm-hmm. the, I dated a girl who was whose grandparents owned a church. Yeah. So, Well, so, even and, you and I the, had
1: a lot of different opinions. And when your opinion didn't match mine, I just chose not to talk about that with you.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that that's true. The, but for, I think friendships and relationships are, are two totally sure. different thing. Because, again, I have friends who... are super liberal that don't think like me Mm -hmm. and and i can have i can hang out with them all the time and have no problem with it um uh, a relationship it would probably be a little harder just because i pop off on some crazy shit sometimes and it gets me in trouble matter of fact my friend in north carolina i said something i think that was just (laughs) And our and our friendship has definitely kind of gone different directions since I said certain things. So, you
1: know what, though, Um, if if somebody's going to get so mad that your relationship is different, a relationship you've had for a long time, like, really, was that a friend? I don't I have a hard time with that because uh, I say stupid shit all the time. But my I expect my friends to still be my friends if they don't agree with me. Cool. Tell me why. Tell call me an asshole. Do whatever you got to do. But get over it because that's what friendship
0: is. Me too. I mean, uh, and what I said, I didn't think it was that bad, but you know, it, <laughs>
1: that's but <right>. again,
0: <laughs> it's subjective, right? right? Everything's subjective. So, and, but I just, I let kind of water off a of duck's back. Right. Mm-hmm. I just go, okay, whatever. Like I I'll tell you what I think. And if you don't like it, then you're not going to like it. And, and I think generally, yeah, you'll get over it or you're just, you're going to be friends and you're like, oh, Rob says crazy shit. Like if he says, if he comes here, you know, just be ready because he'll kill. I have a very, yeah. I have strong opinions, which is funny that, that I do a podcast on opinions because I have a very strong one um, or strong ones over things that I feel about. But when you date somebody, I think it's a little different. Um And again, like, Uh, circumstances are weird like how you meet people or where so like you might meet somebody um off the chance of just being in a place with them right or being at a party or whatever it is and you might hit it off and talk but really not go too deep into your uh your thought processes Mm -hmm. so you might be like oh yeah we had a good conversation and you go a different direction And until you step into that dating world of being like, "Hey, do you want to go out?" blah blah blah, then you start talking more realistic things and and but some things it doesn't matter. I could be polar opposites on a lot of shit with people and still have a relationship with them because some things are way stronger than that. Mm -hmm. So, um, mostly because me because I'm like picky. I'm a picky eater. So like that comes up like, oh, it'd be hard to date you because you don't eat this, this and this. And that's what I make all the time. It's like, OK, there's ways around that. If if you're worried about that and not how you're being treated or how you feel about something, then you're in the wrong relationship anyway. Because I, I, I can work around a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. And you <laughs> have
1: to when you're in a relationship. Like for sure. Just get that and, out. And there. again,
0: like some things are quirky. Like I'm a quirky guy. I just am. I'm quirky. I'm, I'm in a pop culture and I like comic books and I'm kind of geeky and I try to tell people that up front. Like I, this is who I am. Like, or, and it's like we talked about the dating thing too. It's like, you know, everyone in the beginning is always on their best behavior. Uh, I, I, I don't do that shit anymore. I'm on my behavior. I
1: don't think anybody is on their best behavior with me because I encourage people to talk freely and that (sighs) sets them up to say way more than what they should be Mm
0: -hmm. saying. (laughs) Well, but again, I think it, 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 um, thins the herd very quickly. It does. It does. Like uh, I'm, I'm very straightforward now because I, I want to be around people who are, at least close to what I'm thinking mm-hmm. in life. Um, but I but again, I, I can be around people who aren't. I could date someone who's totally opposite to me and I would have no problem, as long as the the core things that were that were that hold us together in that relationship are talked about. Um, I think now it's definitely a little harder though, because the political uh playing field is so hyped up mm-hmm. that that we are kind of opposites in a lot of things. So uh, I talk about things that I believe in fairly quickly now, if I date somebody, because it's, it, it's going to come up. And if you're not this, this, and this, we're probably not going to work out because you're going to hate me. Cause I'm going to talk crazy shit about things. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I think that it, it can still happen. It's just going to be a very hard thing to do.
1: I don't know. I, um, I'm pretty tolerant. (laughs) So for me, I let, I just let a lot of things slide, Mm -hmm. but I also feel like people let a lot of things slide with me because of who I am. I'm, I'm definitely an acquired taste. I'm not somebody that you could stick in the room. Uh, One of my best friends, man, you could put her in a room and she's like, hi, how are you? And like, next thing you know, she's bringing over a friend that she'll be friends with for the next 20, 30 years. And she Mm -hmm. could just pull that off. And I love her for that because she helps me to, you know, kind of bridge the gap. But I'm more of the one that somebody will sit down with me because I'm probably sitting somewhere I, you know, just out of the way. Cause that's how I am. I'll sit out of the way and just kind of watch. And then somebody that I don't want to be around will come and park their ass right next to me and, and I'll have to deal with them. But I just kind of go into my own little mode and let them be who they're going to be. And I don't, um, I don't know. I don't put too much into it. So for me, I just yeah. kind of. I kind of like to see what people are going to do. So I'll just let people talk.
0: <laughs> I mm-hmm. see what they're well, say. And I think, I think what, what, um, ends up attracting you to somebody might be well worth having opposite feelings or op- opposite things that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, because that there's just a driving force of that attraction. Mm-hmm. There, there just is. And, and. I think that mostly now, um, like we' talked about it before on several podcasts, you know your your brain being turned on yeah. is is something that's way more influential to me now. like being able to speak and being able to hold a conversation is is much more um, important than mm-hmm. the the physical Part of Yeah.
1: Brains are definitely an attraction for me, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like my ex and I could not have been more polar opposite. His family's very slight and, you know, they're, they're not slight. His mom is though, but they're, they're very, um, thin in stature or my family mm-hmm. is like a bunch of chunks. And, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he's more the blonde hair, blue eyed. I'm definitely dark haired, dark eyes. Like, our, our features are, are different, you know, so there's that. Um, he was very technical. I'm very creative. Um, he never cooked. I always cooked. It seemed like we were the complete polar opposite that when we played Trivial Pursuit, he would get three pieces of the pie right every single time but they weren't my pieces. <laughs> so right, right, right. He could only yeah. get those three and I got the other three. So we had to really bridge a gap and find a way to, to coexist because like I'm gonna leave the door open when you go to the bathroom. It doesn't bother me. You know, just, I grew up with a family that never shut the door. No big deal. Mm-hmm. But um, he didn't even want me in the bathroom if he was brushing his teeth. And we right. had we had him stacked three deep in the kitchen or in the bathroom trying to get yeah, out of the house before we went mm-hmm. to school. So, you know, it was a different it was very much a culture shock to live with him. I'm like, wait, what do you mean you got to lock the door? Why would you lock the door? It's just me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: And then when he would walk past the door, oh, you're sitting on the toilet. Why did not you shut the door? I'm like why you've seen me naked we've had sex but sitting on the toilet is supposed to be like something taboo Uh, i don't
0: get that i don't either and it's funny because i've been around people who are definitely like that that are that yeah you've had you lay naked with them all the time but they shut the door behind them to go to the bathroom
1: yeah and i mean if you're If you're pooping, (laughs) shut the door, you know, shut the door because nobody needs to smell that through their whole house. But if you're going to pee, it's not a big deal. And then, you know, with me, the animals had to be in the bathroom. The kid had to be in the bathroom. So for me, it was like locking the door just aggravated me because all you were hearing was scratching or knocking or whatever you needed at Mm -hmm. the door. But if I left the door open, everybody was fine. Well, Mm -hmm. for him, he was like, that's my time. And I'm like, well, I'd like for it to be mine, but it's not
0: right. And I get that. Like, I I don't get the locking the door part. Mm -hmm. Like, if you want to close the door, cool. And and again, like he was locking me out. (laughs) Circumstances are everything. Circumstances are everything Mm -hmm. like like now. I mean, I have it's me and my kid. Right. So there's a boy in house. If if a girl comes here. And wants to go to the bathroom and lock the door, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Like I get it. Yeah. Because it's not her. Honestly. Like, well, and you don't want a 20-year-old man walking in on you peeing. Agreed. You just don't. Yeah. Now, there's two bathrooms in my apartment. So I would suggest that person go to my bathroom so they can do whatever the hell they want to. Um, but if you're gonna use the hall bathroom, which is the common, yes, I I have no issue with that. But I would find it weird if it was both of us only, and you lock the door. It's like, like uh, I mean, I I guess people would do that because it's habit. But for me, I I don't. I have no habit when it comes to that. But I but I understand it. And and look, we again, we all have quirks. Mm-hmm. That's what makes us opposites of each other. And I'm okay with that. If you want to lock the door, fuck have at it. Like, but it, I find that a little weird. Now, it's funny, uh, said person that that I'm talking about um, the few times that I had been around her n- unclothed that she would she would like go to the bathroom and leave the door open, and talk to me through it, but w- would have other quirks about her about certain things. So uh, and I get it, like we're all kind of weird, like and, and that's fine with me. And I think that's why you can be opposite of each other mm-hmm. and make things work. Because there's so many things that make that relationship magical that I could throw out certain things and go, yeah, it's not a big deal. So what? It's just that. It's just that.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: and those are the things that I think that we have to be able to do to be in a relationship with you someone who's opposite. You definitely have to be tolerant. Definitely. For sure. Yeah. Like it was funny because, you know, most people like just can't understand that I don't eat cheese.
1: Yeah. But it's
0: funny.
1: You'll you'll crave Italian food. You crave Mexican food, but you don't like cheese.
0: Exactly, and and I'll eat a pizza, which is a whole other issue. Mm -hmm. But 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 you know, and and those are such small things. Like my ex wife giggled. She was like, "You're serious? You you don't?" And I'm like, "Uh." And and there was issues making food for the ten years we were together and i would just work around it there's uh, like and i don't care like people because i don't like sushi i don't eat sushi Mm. right and but people are like well we can't go there because you don't eat it Like i don't care this isn't like i'll find something i'll do something Uh, on the way there like
1: that though you'll do it where most people like i have a cousin that doesn't she doesn't eat anything and um you know, it's it's hard. I find that we just go to Mexican food places together because. It's it's too much work for me to come up with something else. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, see, I work around it. I'll find a way to eat. Like even if I or I'm the kind of person that would be like, OK, all these people are going to go to sushi. Awesome. And if I know it's going to happen and we're, that's part of the plan, I'll eat before I leave. <laughs> I was going to say you do that. I don't care it's, <laughs> because it's uh, because even though it's about food, it's about being social. Mm-hmm. Like, I could go and sit and drink a Coke and bullshit with everyone while they're eating and have n- absolutely no problem, like yeah. zero. And I don't care.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: but, but a lot of people don't get that. They're like, what, do, you know, you, you don't, it's not weird to you. No, because I've been doing it my whole life. I don't care. It's yeah, like, you've
1: always been picky, so you have to yeah. acclimate.
0: So, I, so it doesn't matter to me. And, and I would rather spend time with the person that I'm in love with and the people that we're with socially mm-hmm. than bitch and moan about not doing that. It's like, man, I don't care. Cool, I already ate. I, and I'm okay with saying that, too, and people flip out. They're just like, why did you do that? Because I was hungry and I wasn't going to eat this. Mm-hmm but I'd rather spend time with all of you. (laughs) So it's, you know, or I'll find something. Well, wherever I go, I can look at the menu and I'll change it. Yeah, I'll just go to the guy and go, I need this, this, and this not on it. Cool. Thanks. I'll work around it. It's. I've been doing it my whole life. It's not that important to me Mm -hmm. to fuck up something that can be good 97% of the time. I get you. It's, it just doesn't make sense to me. So yes, I, th- I think you can do it. Like I said, I think in a political, the political thing now is the bigger problem because people are so hard on it and, and stringent on it. Um, uh, could I probably, um, be with somebody who's politically opposite of me? Yes, but it would be hard for them.
1: I think, well, we were never politically opposite until COVID started. And then the way I felt about it versus the way he felt about mm-hmm. it were very different. And he didn't want to hear my uh, opinions on it, but I always wanted to hear his because he was so smart and he would do so much research that mm-hmm. he could at least tell me what was going on, whether I believed it or whether I wanted to think it or not. But... um he went on, on facts that were written about everything where sure. I was like, yeah, from the word go, I didn't feel right about this. And I don't believe the bullshit that they're trying to say. And, um, you know, I just don't want, I, I don't believe it. I'm not going to do it. I don't want the shots said you know, we went through that. And, um, now he was like, I think you were right. <laughs> you know, like, Right. Because now we're far enough out where we're getting other evidence. But you didn't have any evidence to share with me other than you didn't feel right. And I was like, well, isn't that always how I was with you? Like, I I couldn't tell you why I felt the way I felt. I just couldn't. But I don't know. It seemed like my instincts were pretty dead on.
0: (laughs) Well, and I think that that those two years divided humans. Mm -hmm. So I think coming out of that now is still is still very prominent so if you're meeting people if you're going on dates with people you know your belief system has to at least be somewhat close i Mm -hmm. think where you know if someone's religious and you're not the morality part has to be the same yes whether whether it's You're doing it because a belief in God or you're doing it because you have a belief in morals, which generally is the golden rule anyway. Mm -hmm. Right. So I could be with someone who's very religious, very religious, that goes to church every Sunday. I'd go with them and have no problem with that. My belief system has changed since I was younger, but my morality is the same as theirs. I still believe in certain things that are morally right to me. So I could, I could totally do that without even blinking. And because I can also have a conversation with somebody based on certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that certain things for them would probably be hard because i I mean, I have a more conservative view. I lean more to the middle. But, um, you know, like we've had shows on certain like guns, like I'm a straight believer in that. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's a lot of people now that just think polar opposite of that, that wouldn't date me because of it. But I could go, you don't want one. Cool. Don't have one more power, do you?
1: But I'm going to have mine in the house. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I'm going to have mine with me or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. So. I think that it's it's who's willing to bend a little to have the again the ninety seven percent
1: if if you're in a relationship with a polar opposite from experience, I could tell you you need to bend on everything. there's not one thing that you uh that you won't be able to to, to bend on you have to bend. And if you don't, you're gonna be in a frustrated situation every single day of your life.
0: Mm-hmm. You have
1: to learn how to bend, for sure.
0: And I think, look, relationships are bending, oh. for sure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like you have to bend anyway. I mean, if if you end up building a wall on anything, you're going to lose. Yeah, it's gonna bite you Period. in the ass for sure. Yeah, you you just can't. There has to be. There has to be flexibility in every single situation. Mm -hmm. Now, should you have your thought process? Yes, of course you should. And but those should be points of talking and say, okay, this, 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 this and this. But if you build a wall over every single thing, you might as well just give up because it's never going to work ever.
1: And if you if you have to have your way in everything that you're doing, you don't love the person because when you truly love somebody you'll bend you'll find a way to make it work to accommodate uh-huh. anything that they want or need
0: well yeah and and i think that again it's 97% there's going to be 3% that you're going to you're going to have to come up with some kind of of um um agreement like i believe this and you believe that cool it's not going to hurt us long run we we disagree on this it's not going to hurt us long run we disagree on this it's bad how Mm -hmm. are we going to fix this Mm -hmm. how are we going to come to an agreement that i believe this and you believe that um and and i think that again that that should be about three percent of your Of your
1: relationship. Only 3%. Where were you? (laughs) Starting
0: my last relationship. But I mean like hard things. Like there's, there's the 97% of I I enjoyed this about you, this about you, this about you. You know, we love doing this. I love this about this, you know, and and again, 3% is probably very low, but what I'm saying is like 3% of like the hard, hard, hard things in, in your relationship. That that you have to to bend over mm-hmm. and say, okay, I'm gonna do this and we're gonna do this. I love you so much that I understand this. Or I understand this. Like there's and that's just part of life. It's like dating someone that has older children. If you're gonna get into a relationship like that, you're gonna have to understand that these are things that are part of that. The the family, mostly if they're close to them. They're super close to their children. You're going to have to understand that that's part of it. And it's worth being in that relationship. For. Absolutely. And I have one. I, I, and, and, and I see, I don't look at kids as baggage because my ex-wife had kids when I met her. Kids are not baggage. Kids are part of the, are part of it. And that, that's just what it is. And, and I bring my kid with me at least for now or forever. Obviously mm-hmm. if something happens, But you have to be able to understand that that sometimes that's not a burden to people. I think a lot of people think that they're like, oh, you know, you got you understand that, you know, I have kids. It's like, all right. (laughs) It's
1: only a problem if you have to spend every waking moment with them and they don't know how to act. You know, if they like for me, I love kids. So when people say they have kids, they have grandkids, I'm like, that's not a deterrent for me at all. Mm -hmm. But are they little assholes? Because if they're little assholes and you allow them to be a little asshole and they're going to walk over me like they do you, I'm I'm not that bitch. I'm not ever going to be that person that thinks that's okay. if they treat you well, even if they have problems with you. But there's a level of respect and boundaries. I'm cool with that. Like work on your relationships with them. That's cool. But yeah, but not if I have to be a doormat because you are. That's Mm -hmm. where I have a
0: problem. And I think everything should have boundaries. Mm -hmm. Everything. Mm -hmm. Friendship should have boundaries. Yes. You know, if you're in a relationship, a relationship, your friendships with other people should have boundaries now. That's Mm -hmm. just part of it. And, And you have to understand that those boundaries have to be kept, you know, very, very locked down. It's like everyone should have free time. Everyone should have free time if you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but your free time shouldn't become the only time. If you're going out every weekend with your friends, there's a problem. There just is. And and, and if you're going out with your friends and it's only you, there's a problem. Those are things that come back to haunt you. you if you're not doing things as a couple, that's a problem. If you want to go out with your girl once a month, Uh, You know, awesome. Have at it. Because maybe I want to go see my friend down in San Diego and just have it be me. Maybe. But that shouldn't be the norm. The norm should be still doing things together.
1: I don't know. I I think with women, it's different. Like my, one of my besties again, her husband doesn't always want to go out and do stuff together. So he, he's like, please take Tina or, you know, he can't go on a trip and she wants to get away for the weekend. You know, he'll, he'll say, take Tina, you know, go, go do your thing. (laughs) Have fun. But they do do a lot of things together. Like they got the motorcycle they do together. They've got, Mm -hmm. you know, kids together. So there's always something going on. There's always family things. But I think he he likes the fact that he could just throw me out there and and take his place so that she could do what she wants to do. And he doesn't have to worry about it. We take care of each other. We have a good time.
0: Right. But but that's shouldn't be the norm. The norm should be you're spending time with them. Yeah. Uh, and I mean the norm as in, again, like the 80-20 rule. The 80-20 rule should be in with everyone. Because if you're doing 80% with your friends and 20% with your mate, yeah, there's a larger problem.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, if you're going out every weekend with your friend, that's a problem. And you're not taking your spouse with you or your, or your boyfriend or your girlfriend. That's a problem. But that that. That means that there's a a much larger issue that you're, if you're not spending time with them, you don't want to be with them, cut it off. That's what you should do. So like, for me, you get to that point where it's like, look, like I said, once a month, I think is healthy, you know, twice a month going out with a friend is probably okay. But once you start getting past that, why, why are you doing that? Why aren't we doing this? Why aren't we doing things together? And there's a problem. And it's either one of you for whatever reason find out what the reason is cuz you should be able to spend time you're spending so much time together after work assuming you're living together that that if you don't want to spend time on the weekends together there's a bigger problem that the time should be spent well on the weekends when you don't have those things to do the daily grind and if you're if you're disappearing from your mate on the weekend because you spend so much time with him during the week. Find a, a place in the house or th- something to do away from that where you have good time. At least that's me. Like, yeah, but you're, I have... you're
1: definitely somebody that has to have the attention. Like my ex, he was like, please get out of my hair. I, I would rather do this. He was more of a loner. So yeah. for me, it was yeah, like... I... It was like I did everything separately together with him. You know, we were both in the house, but he he would be in the backyard. I would be in the kitchen or in the, you know, just wherever else. But we weren't. And that's the thing with polar opposites. When you are polar opposites, you have to give the other person a lot of space because Mm -hmm. they are so opposite you and you are so opposite them.
0: Yeah, I I just think that, like, look, again, I'm okay with that as well. Like there has to be that time away from each other because it makes the time together way better yeah like, but you way know what better.
1: rob i i've told you before i was so freaking lonely and he mm-hmm. could be laying right next to me it it wasn't work that that the polar opposite part of that fucked with everything right, right because we were so opposite and we did things so differently that it was very hard we worked a tremendous amount of time trying to make things work as opposed to when you're in a relationship with somebody that's more like you, it just kind of flows.
0: Correct. No, I totally agree with that. That that's very true. Where you, the flow is so easy that you almost question it. Mm -hmm. That's, that's a, that's a whole other kind of relationship though. Yeah. There's, there's bad in that as well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like where, Because then you, you have no time away from each other and then it's, then that's a whole other quirk. Like I said, I'm, you do have to have time away from each other Mm. or you have to have your own hobby or, or a shared hobby that is, is, might not be always doing the same thing together. Like I, I get it. Like, it's like for me, uh, like photography, um, would be, was great. And, and it is a getaway. Or like this, like doing a podcast every week is is that hour and 30 minutes or two hours that we do this where it is kind of my my own creative space.
1: And how many women really want to hear that you do a podcast with your friend from high school that's a woman like, (laughs) you know, they all question you with that. I know they
0: question you. I'm sure it's been questioned for sure. Mm -hmm. So. But but again, those are the things, too, where like we live in a different time and I think we're older and I think it's a little easier, a little, mm. I, a little easier. I, don't get me wrong. Jealousy rears its ugly head from both men and women. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, that's just the truth. I, I'm not a very jealous person. No, um, but you'll but let also, people
1: be jealous and not even realize they're doing
0: it. <laughs> yes, that's and I've been probably in true. that
1: position with you before. Like, why yeah. are you jealous of me or not? Yeah,
0: you know exactly.
1: But um, yeah, I've had to say to you, even for this podcast, can this podcast just be me and your podcast and sure. not? Because I don't, I don't want to bring your relationship into it. And I don't want to have Correct. to deal with your relationship being the other person in the podcast. Mm-hmm. So, I don't. Yeah, it's it's no, um, uh,
0: it, it's look, jealousy is a good thing in in relationships, and and if you're polar opposite, it could make or break that. Like, I, like you jealousy, think jealousy, is, jealousy is, a, is a good thing. Yes. Why on on a small scale? Because it shows that you give a shit. Mm. Like I look it, it can bring the house down or it can it can show someone that you you really 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 care it's when it becomes overly bad or yeah. overly you know obsessive you you can't question everything because if you question everything it's bad it's like this if if you're out with your mate at a bar and and I and I'm giving you something that's this is not happened but would would happen to me or how I would ha- try to handle it. See, I would, ha- I would handle someone hitting on my mate differently. And it all matters how they're being hit on. And I think that you have to give me the scale there. But if someone just walked up to somebody and they were they were like, hey, I would just walk up and, and grab her hand and go, got to go, dude. Taken. And and I would make sure that I had my arm around her the rest of the night. And, and that would be my form of jealousy. Like, you know, and, and not smothering, but just so she knows, like. You know, I, I give a shit that you're getting hit on, but I, I wouldn't be like that crazy guy. And I and I wouldn't question her over that. I'd be like, hey, guys are going to hit on you, whatever. It's part of life.
1: But don't you kind but, of like you could appreciate when a guy hits on uh, your girl, too, right? It, it,
0: there's they both work hand in hand, of yeah. course. But I think the 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 manly part of of showing up and being like, dude, you know, she's out of your tax bracket. <laughs> Like, I would say crazy shit like that to people. I'd be like, your credit score is not good enough. And I'd just grab her hand and walk away. You want to buy her a drink? Have at it. You're just saving me money. <laughs> like, I'd say crazy shit like that that would probably get me in trouble. But I also wouldn't like, like, I'd let my ex-wife go out all the time dancing until all hours in the morning. So I, I have trust because if you're going to cheat on me, you're going to do it anyway. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. It's irrelevant. Those things are irrelevant. You either are or you're not. If you're in a great relationship and you feel happy and you're getting satisfied with whatever it is you're looking for, you're never going to cheat. Ever. That's just fact. Yeah. And 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 if you're not, you're going to. So find a relationship where you're happy and you're not. You're not getting that. And you're not polar opposite. <laughs> yeah. Or, or if you are polar opposite, just find the relationship that that fills the, the space mm-hmm. that it, you can. You, you can have different opinions or different, you know, certain things. You're going to get to an, an ideology standpoint where you, you can't be together. There There is ideologies that, that we all have that are going to keep us from being together. Mm-hmm. Mine are just very small. <laughs> I just I I go with the flow of things like it's because it's easy. If you're filling a void that I'm missing, I'm going to And I hate to say the word overlook, but I'm going to to see things that that make me happy that aren't. I don't care if you leave your socks on the floor and you're a girl. I don't care. I'm going to swing by, pick them up, throw them in the thing and keep the fuck on walking because it that shit doesn't matter to me. Mm hmm. You know, it's if it what matters to me is if you're if we're not giving each other attention and there's a reason that's that will weigh on me way more than you leaving your fucking panties on the sink or leaving makeup all over. I don't care. It's it's irrelevant to me. That stuff
1: bothers me. Like, put your shit away. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to be in your filth, basically. So clean up your makeup.
0: (laughs) Right. But like, I don't see. I don't look at it. It's just it's. uh, it's just that's simple shit. It's just mm. it's five minutes of putting shit away. It's like, All right, whatever, I'll help you out with it. But it, it's that kind of shit doesn't doesn't bother me. It's that's irrelevant stuff because there's there's way more things that I emotionally take care of me. Think at you and I'll emotionally take care of you because those are the things that that I think long run drive people who aren't that have opposite things that drive you to somewhere else or to, to not wanting to be with somebody. So the the emotional part, and I mean, emotionally, like physically, emotionally, but also mentally, you know, you, you have to be mostly as a man. And I'm, I'll give you the manly part of this is that I, I think that, that you, you have to be good enough to go to your mate and say, do you want me to listen or do you want me to talk? And you have to be able to say that to somebody. Because sometimes your woman just wants to vent and doesn't want you to fix the problem. Mm -hmm. So ask, do you want me to listen or do you want me to fix it? Because I can do both. Or I, I can give you those things. Like, because I think too many people are afraid to ask that. Because everyone thinks that when you're asking or talking to somebody, it's fix the problem fix the problem. Well, sometimes I don't want to find I, the problem. Fixed. I personally I think
1: I personally think guys don't know what to do with women and I always would say to my ex, I need you to just hear me. I need mm-hmm. to vent. And if you could commiserate, that would be fantastic. And he would be like, cool, I got the rules. I don't have to, Mm -hmm. I don't have to jump. I don't need to make a phone call. I don't need to do anything. I could just, I could just hear you. Okay. And, Mm -hmm. and by telling him that he was able to drop his guard and not be on the defensive. And then life was easier to communicate at that point. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that in the beginning, it took years of, of, communicating with him and trying to find ways to communicate. And I really did have to find ways to get to him because of the way we both thought was, w- We really could not have been more opposite. It was so hard that I would say, he would say, well, it's like this. And I'd go, no, it's like this. And we would be at the opposite end of the spectrum. And I go, of Mm -hmm. course, that's where you would be fucking of course. And I'd walk away because I was so frustrated that, Mm -hmm. you know, he wasn't going to be able to meet me in the middle. I wasn't going to be able to meet him in the middle. We just had to, that that I would literally walk around and go fucking of course. And and I'd be pissed off and I'd come back a little bit later and he'd laugh at me. He goes, are you? are you done now? And I'm like, this is just really hard. And he would say, I know. And then we'd try to work again, but mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I, it, I don't want as much as I adore the time that I spent with him. And I really do like the person that he is. And, and every time I see him, I still get my science lesson from him, you know, because we don't talk about things that most people do. We, we mm-hmm. I get my science lesson. So I, I enjoy that still. You know, I like the fact that he is that smart. But you know what I like more is knowing that the next time around, I'm not gonna pick somebody that's so opposite mm-hmm. that I have to work that hard to communicate. Cause that was hard. It was hard on him, it was hard on me. And I think that if you're gonna be in an opposite type of relationship like that, to where you're so opposite, you're gonna really have to be creative.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I I think the The polar opposite, like totally other sides, is the most difficult thing you'll do. Mm-hmm. But I think having some opposite things isn't.
1: Oh, no. If it's you, you're not going to be 100 percent on everything. There's, no, and you shouldn't. No, <laughs> but if you could meet somewhere in the ma- in the middle on most things, you're doing all yeah. right. You know, mm-hmm. at I least agree. you're coming from a, a place where you're you're on the same page
0: you're willing to bend or meet in the middle mm-hmm. those are the bigger things it's like yes what some of us are, are have different views and you should that's what make us different people and the reasons you generally like people
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know uh, some of the people that i've liked the most have a, a few different opinions than me
1: mm-hmm.
0: to the point where it's like you know oh but those are, those are such small things, at least for me that it's like, uh, eh, there's so many good things about the, these people that, that are the driving force of, of why you like people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, to, so, you know, you have to exaggerate those, make those the, the point with all the people you're with mm-hmm. and, and, and the things that you have opposite opinions are ha- have the, the Werenthal to get together and say, okay, I don't believe this, but you believe this. How How do we get somewhere to where this isn't going to be a thorn in our ass for the rest of our relationship? Mm-hmm. Because once you get there, you know, it's easier. Like I told you before, like, and I've told most people, find the one thing you don't like about your mate. And if you can live with that shit, you're probably doing all right. <laughs> it's the truth. I mean, it's like, Some things that you're just going to go, but it's not worth not being around them. It's just not. Sometimes it's, you know, but you have to be able to work with it. And whether your opposites are very much alike, if you're too much alike, it's probably a problem.
1: Yeah, that's that's (laughs) a problem in the other direction.
0: Yeah. I mean, my best friend and his wife, man, they're so much alike, so much. But you, you add, you add a little alcohol to the, that situation and it's crazy. So you, so you have to like, like, even that is like, whoa. So I, I get it. It's some things are, you, you should have a, a very strong hold of, of belief systems, but it's okay to have things that aren't the same. It's okay. Just be man enough. Or woman enough to try to make those work.
1: That's that.
0: Yeah, it's about all I can say. But but you got but you got to be you know you have to be good enough to go. Okay, you know what is it? What is it that we can make this go?
1: How can we get in the middle?
0: Yeah, because I mean, if if you can communicate with each other, that's the biggest thing. Once you know you can communicate. The rest of it should be easier because, you know, you can talk, you know, you can communicate. It's it's being able to communicate without pushing buttons too hard. So I don't know anything else for today's lovely show.
1: No, I think we're pretty good. (laughs) <laughs>
0: before you're before you're before you're off and running to some other vacation destination
1: yeah i'm leaving in about a half hour 45 minutes from now so
0: well there you time. have it will you enjoy the rest and uh we'll see you again for the next recording Absolutely. and as well as all the people that are out there make sure to check out our socials keep up to date with what we're doing on this fun show feel free to send us uh ideas because as you can tell We actually do them. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and then also hear us on Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, and wherever you can hear these lovely podcasts. Uh, Gina, as always, it's so much fun.
1: Yeah.
0: Enjoy and enjoy your break from me
1: i know well that's okay because we still send texts and and
0: i know perverted and, and ideas and everything and yeah <laughs> while, while, while we're not talking we're we're working on the show and sending f- things that'll make us both giggle yes all right darling. well you enjoy you fans people's we'll see you in a week
1: thanks for listening
0: Bye. yes thank you